That was either the best podcast or the worst podcast. Definitely the worst. God, I'm really not. I drank a lot of that whiskey. Let's go. Let's see what kind of adventure we're about to get on. Uh, Did you see that picture I sent to you that had the lime wire and it was like yes. my family's computer? <laughs> okay, so I was listening to to the fighter and the kid today. I don't know if you've ever heard of that podcast. But it's Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub. Who's that? Uh Brendan Schaub's an ex US. Yeah, I know him, but what was the other guy? Brian Callen. Is he the skinny one? Yeah. He, I mean he's he's not he's the kid. I don't like him, but go ahead. He's a comedian and he's an actor. But um, okay. So, so you were talking about clicking emails, like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like I'll click them. emails or whatever. I click them. So Brian Callen and I, I even told Amanda this today that there's a clip in one of the podcasts where he's he's talking about. Um, he said, I'll, "I'm down for any kind of scam." He goes, yeah. "I don't care." <laughs> he said, "He said I'll ride through it." I, wa- I just want to see it. He goes, I don't give a shit. Whatever con man. He's, he goes, some guy came up to me and he goes, hey, you got pain? You got fear? And he's like, what? He's like, do you have any pain in your life? He's like, yeah. He goes, with me? Be gone like that. Yeah. He's like, do you have any fear in your life? He's like, yeah, sure. He's like, be gone like that. <laughs> he goes one one session with me gone he goes all right so i'm down <laughs> he goes i'm down he goes i just want to hear his pitch he said i don't give a shit he said i like watching these things <laughs> so i was like god that's jeff that's ah. awesome that's that is me oh i know i'll have to send it to you i'll it's, fucking do anything it's funny i will do anything all right, hit the live button. And we're live for episode 11 of the Reseller Collab Podcast. Yeah. Coming to a house near you, or car, <clears throat> or iPod, if people still Or have cardboard box. Or cardboard box if you have Wi-Fi. Yeah, or Starbucks. Or a cardboard box outside of Starbucks. That's true. That's true. Have you ever had Starbucks before? Nope. Really? No, I'm just kidding. But up until a couple of years ago, I hadn't. Like maybe two you... years ago. Before I got into reselling. Literally, okay. Uh, the guy that pretty much taught me Amazon, the first place we ever met as far as like having a little meeting and him kind of starting to teach me was at a, a Starbucks. And I think mm-hmm. that was the first time I had ever been inside of a Starbucks. And that wow. was about two years ago. Wow. Yeah. So what did you drink? Water. No, I don't know. <laughs> Black coffee with milk or something. <laughs> That's such an Aaron thing to say. I figured, I figured you'd get a kick out of that. <laughs> yeah. Coffee yeah. was too expensive there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's extremely expensive. But, hey, you got to give it to them. 
People pay that thing. There's always a line every single morning. There's a line for that stuff. Yeah. People, uh, they really do not give a crap about their money. That would include me. Yeah. One day you will. Sometimes I just can't get, I just, I just have to have it. What's the difference between, wait, you don't even drink coffee. No, I don't, but I'll drink, like, the sugary, like, <laughs> frappuccino stuff. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Having some technical difficulties here. We'll wait. We'll wait. And I'm ready. And we're live. <laughs> and we're live ten minutes ago. Um, Rebecca Creek Whiskey. Made in Texas. If you haven't had it, try it. It's delicious. Okay. And I've had a lot of it. Sponsored what by are you drinking? Rebecca Creek now. I am drinking? drinking coffee and water and Captain Morgan and Coke. Out of an old-timey glass. What is, that is an old... Man, that reminds me of... Every time I see that, that reminds me of a grandma. Yep. Yeah. That's where they came from. Glass. Yeah, they ha- she had those glasses. And I she think also every had, grandma had these glasses. <laughs> yeah, and not only did she have those with like the like almost like a brick pattern or whatever, she also had the ones that was blue, but it was wavy. It was all wavy around the cup. Hmm. Yeah. Every time I see that cup you just brought up, it brings me it it reminds me of my grandmother. Yeah. That was what they drank out of. Yeah. And I'm like, how did you live your life drinking out of a cup like that? And I say, how you lived you, it well. How could you not? How could you not? And the greatest thing about that is for some reason, it's like like a half-inch wine stem at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. What? Why? Why? <laughs> why? Like, why not just have it like you could just straight... you, could, you could hold it like a wine glass? Uh-huh. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh... <clears throat> Do you have any funny stories or, or anything? We, we should kind of start yeah. this podcast. Yeah, we need off. to start Shut off. Up. I'm not done talking. We should start this podcast off with uh, you know funny stories or something. We okay. should start it off with Facebook fights. Facebook fights. Okay, you can go ahead. <laughs> so, did I alert you to that or did you see it? No, no, no. I told you about it. Oh, okay, okay. I told you about it because there was this guy. He was on a Facebook page. And I just, I just have no, and I don't know if it's. It was an Amazon. I don't know related what it is. Post, I don't correct? know what. It, oh gosh, my two-year-old's coming in here. Uh-oh. But Daddy? yes, ma'am. Daddy, I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're on a we're doing a podcast. Do you know what a? Can you say? Can you say podcast? Podcast. Yeah, oh, that was pretty good. That's that's not bad. She can't even say my name. She can say podcast. Yeah, that's not bad. So, <clears throat> so this guy, this guy is saying I do fifty six thousand dollars in Amazon a month, and I've only been selling for three months. And I'm like, and when they were talking about yeah. what courses do you suggest, and this guy started talking about this guy's course. I can't remember the name. I don't care. But I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, listen. Three months in Amazon and fifty six thousand is not realistic. Fifty six thousand a month. It's not. It's not realistic unless you have some super super insider like relationship. If you have an insider relationship with whatever, I get it. it it's possible. or 
or somebody that's well established in the business literally yeah. hands you the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, but it's not it's, realistic. And nobody's like, going to do that. I'm like, dude, don't sit there and tell all these people that you th- that this is a realistic this is a realistic example of what you can do on Amazon. Did you mention it was the post was asking who to follow as far yeah. as a course? Yeah, yeah. It's, it was like, who do you suggest for a course? And this guy's like, I suggest so and so. I don't care who it was. I was like, it's not. I was like, dude, there's no way. I like, and you're, I was like, send me a screenshot of your of your sales. And so it took a while, and you, I think you got involved with it. I can't remember what yeah. all happened, but he was like, it took a while, and he finally got a screenshot. And you said it was like a rec- screen recording from WhatsApp because it had the red yeah. border at the top of the screen. And yeah. we're like, okay, skeptical again. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so we're sitting there, <clears throat> and and we tell the guy, I was like, dude, it's like there's just no way, like there's no way you did three months. It was from blah, three blah, blah. days b- previous as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, the that's day true. he it posted current. it, the the screenshot was from three days before. It's like, why would you? Yeah, it wasn't current, and so so I looked at the guy's page, and to be honest. I was looking at the page and I'm like, you, you probably nice see, you probably seem like a kind of nice dude. Like, it seems like you're doing like cultural stuff. I think he was like, he was of some descent or whatever. I don't know. He was like helping tribes and other yeah. countries. Like, yeah. Helping, yeah. Seemed like a cool dude. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, and I even told him that on the post. I was like, dude, you actually seem like a pretty cool guy. Like I was looking at your, your Facebook profile. I'm like, you're doing all this like cool stuff about your culture and all this stuff. I'm like, probably cool dude. <clears throat> But, and I looked at the picture that you eventually shared, and I never caught it. But what happened is, 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 is like, I don't know, 10 minutes later, you send me this picture, and he's like, and you're like, this is from a year ago. And what it was, it was a Jungle Scout picture. It was a picture of a Jungle Scout program, and it's like a PNL, or excuse me, not PNL, but a private label research tool for Amazon that this guy was using. You know, almost an entire year earlier. Yeah, the date stamp was a year before. Yeah, the conversation you. Yep. Had yep. Exactly, and so so. But I, yet you know, he was claiming that he had started three months ago. Right, which was a lie, and I and I and I called him out on it. And the only thing this dude could come back with, like, I was he was like, I feel sorry for you for not being motivated to blah blah blah. I'm like, bro, like. This isn't even about like that at all. Like I again, you're probably a cool dude. You're we'd probably be friends. <laughs> like, but don't don't mislead people saying that you've only been doing it for three months because there could. Yeah, I I mean I'd be mad too, right? But like, I, it's like what you know. You're gonna get people that. <laughs> you're gonna get these like single moms or single dads or you know whatever that are trying the Amazon for the first time, and you're gonna think that they're they're doing this that this yeah. is possible. Well, or or they're gonna start it and they're gonna get discouraged. Right, we're gonna have to cut this out. That's fine. All right. Or they're gonna get discouraged and they're gonna give up. Yeah, because they're not doing fifty thousand dollars a month. Yeah, it's, be, it's fifty thousand dollars a month. I don't do fifty thousand dollars a month. Good grief! I you don't, don't do fifty thousand in five months. God, fifty thousand dollars is a lot. I mean, you have to have it in. 
you have to have an in with something to generate it, you're not going to get you that have from, to have somebody handing it to you on a silver platter yeah there's just no i mean let's be real it can happen it's possible but oh man anything is possible what what he did what he did wrong was he misrepresented himself because yes. the the thing he tried to do to save face was saying no I just got like I had my first sale three months ago or something like that. Yeah, you know, which was different than the initial post that he made was that I've been do I've been doing Amazon for three months and I made fifty thousand dollars this month. Like, right. bro, that was, that's that's dishonest. You can't. And that was the only thing I had an issue with. Yeah, I didn't have an issue with anything else. Yeah, but the fact that he was saying. That he was only doing Amazon for three months. I'm like, listen, it's you know, you need to rephrase that. You need to put that in maybe like, I especially the since it was this post was to get people to. It was it was it a specific course that they were asking about, or were they yeah. asking about all yeah. courses? They were no, asking was, about a specific course. Yeah. So, and this person had taken that course and. Yeah. That's what they were saying was that I did fifty thousand dollars in three months. Yeah, like, and he was defending because most people had negative reviews yeah. about the about the course, but he was defending it, and and I don't I don't care. Like I don't care if you take a course and you get value at it, and it helps you. That's fine, but don't lie. Don't lie about it. Yeah, and say that oh I've only been doing. You know, I've only been doing this for three months and, and blah, blah, blah. And I don't care if you get commissions off the sales of that course or not. I don't give a shit. But don't mislead people and say that you've done all this because of that course. That's BS. Yeah. That's BS. And I called him on it. And it was the greatest thing is that it, the, as many times I told the guy over and over, I said, look, dude, I'm not arguing anything else. I'm not. You're probably cool. I said, I'm not arguing anything else. I said, just... I have a picture here of a year ago <laughs> yeah. of you doing Amazon and you just said you did it three months ago. I said, that's BS. So, and then I blocked him and then, and then you were like, I guess he had said some other things. Yeah. He said, um, he said, Oh, you deleted all of your comments, uh, to make this look one sided or something. And I said, man, I said, I, I said, he, why did you delete all your comments? And you're like, I didn't. I blocked him, and I was like, "Oh, I said he can't see your comments now, yeah. so it looks." And I like didn't you think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And the like ego that I have is like, well, fuck. <laughs> okay, like you know, now he thinks he wants, but I don't care. I don't care. People can see, people can see whatever. You know, they'll they'll see the conversation and they'll they can see it's BS. But I just yeah. don't. I don't like people. That's the one thing I don't like is don't take advantage of people's financial situations by fluffing some BS crap. I, I hate that stuff, you know. And I, and there's there's YouTube personalities that you got to be careful. And we've talked about it on the podcast before. You have got to be careful about who you follow. <laughs> some of that stuff is just smoke and mirrors. Um, so just be careful. I mean, I guess is the moral of the story. Be careful of who you, who you follow. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, that's not saying, hey, look. And that's not saying, hey, follow us. We're the know-it-alls. We don't. I mean, we we do ten thousand dollars a month. Like we're not like billionaires. 
But <clears throat> you know, these people that are on on Instagram, they're on Facebook, all the oh, I got all this stuff. Like just oh, just be careful. Yeah, just be yeah. careful and take it slow. It it it's it's maddening because um, you know the the type of person that that's gonna fall for that is you know they're already in a place where where i don't know they 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 want things to be easier than they're going to be anyway who doesn't, um, who doesn't? yeah right right but so you're 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 selling that pipe dream directly to that person so it's 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 dishonest at best you know yeah but you know i mean you think about it a lot of businesses are are dishonest to a certain point and I don't know. I don't know. I just I feel think... like the, the courses and stuff target uh, a specific type of person. They do. I think they do. I really do. But, uh, you know, if you, if you talk about, like, courses and, and, you know, they are targeted to a certain point of, or a certain type of people, you know, regardless of what level of Amazon performance you're at, regardless of what volume do you do or whatever... Just be, just try to take the time to do your research before you pay anybody to do anything. And there's nothing wrong with a course. I mean, I've heard some good things about certain courses, but just know that everything that these people can teach you, it's available out there for free, a hundred percent. There is nothing that they can provide you that you cannot find for free. The only thing I would say that that they could provide you is just an end to certain industries that you're not familiar with. So for instance, if I was to become like some retail arbitrage master or retail arbitrage guru, you know, I could probably teach you a lot of cool things, but I couldn't teach you anything that you couldn't find on YouTube for free. I, I agree. And I somewhat disagree um, not not disagree. Disagree is not the right term because I I do agree with what you're saying. Um, I would say though that a course would provide a um an easier path. You know, it it would it, but because this you're not even here. What happened just then? I, w- I would say that I agree and disagree. Um, the thing about like a course is it actually gives you a road n- a roadmap. And when you first get into Amazon, Amazon is a very, very confusing world. Um, you're talking about most people research stuff for you know six months or a year before they ever get on the platform and that's because there's so many facets to it man it's, it's just such a complicated um you know arena to play in but once you get it, it it's okay but I, i've i've seen people make the argument that you know the courses kind of help you ask the questions like you don't know what you don't know so a course kind of provides you know a basics you know it, you know this is what you do first. This is what you do second. This is what you do third. But you can find that on on Instagram too, you know. Flipping side hustle 
uh, is doing a whole series right now. Um, Alex Pappas, he, he's doing a whole series right now on just basic stuff. You know, he pretty much every day he has like keywords and stuff like that, or um, key terms that, that Amazon sellers use, and just tips and tricks and everything. You can find all that for free. All that. He has a whole ebook for free. And a whole, a whole bunch of people, you know, provide this type of content. But, you know, if if that's how you want to do it with a course, fine. But yeah, don't, don't, don't use your course to sell a pipe dream. Yeah, and now you know. I think the the other thing, the other part of that is that you know don't don't sit there and think that you have to buy a course. But if you have the cash to lay down on a course and you want to make a shortcut and do, by all means, do it. <laughs> by by all means, it's your money, it's your investment. You do whatever the hell you want to do with it. A mastermind group, in my opinion, would be the best way to spend some money if you were going to spend money. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And, and I think, you know, I we have a group of um, five people total. Yeah. Uh, and I've I've gotten more information and more just I've learned more from that group than I've learned from any Facebook group, any Instagram account, any anything. I've learned more from that from that yeah. group. And I was telling, you know, I was telling you, you know, I was sending pictures to you. I was like, look how easy it would be for me to fake an Instagram account by taking pictures of things that that happen in my normal day of yeah. of, of work. <laughs> I also yeah, didn't pictures you, of Didn't you send me a picture of like the back of a FedEx truck, but you couldn't actually see the truck and it was just all boxes? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I could say anything. I could say anything like, you know, Slow day today, only filled up one truck. Yeah, like I mean, who would know? Who would who would call me on that? No one could. No one could. Yeah. So just just yeah, I don't know. We've talked about it before in our somebody on our could eventually. Like but a, just be, usually those people get kind of flush flushed out, but you know. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people fall for them before yeah, they do. They do. Just be careful out there. Just yeah. be careful. Don't always believe what you see. Yeah. Most of it's, most of it's. Well, I would say all of it's the good, and very little of it's the bad. And there's a lot of bad to this business, and there's a lot of depressing things to this business. That it's just like, man, you get in a rut sometimes. And a lot of people, a lot of people, not all, but a lot of people, will not show you that rut that sometimes you get in. Like I got in a rut from December to like mid January, and it was like. I almost didn't like want anything to do with the business. Number one, I was sick with some stupid thing. I don't even know what I was sick with. But number two, it was like I don't know. I just it was herpes, I don't know. I think it may have been herpes. I mean, I had I may have had crab. I may have had crabs. But you know, you know, during that during that spell, it was like, man, I'm just like I'm just not interested. <laughs> you know, yeah, and. You know, so a lot of people don't show you that part of it. And however, you know, you know, now I'm like, I'm back into it. And you could see, I mean, I'll, I'll show you. I have, I have just tons of crap over here. I got to send to, to Amazon. <clears throat> but, you know, if you stop, you know, if you, if you stop, you know, feeding the beast, you will, 
you're really setting yourself up for a long period of not seeing any gains from that. You know, I, you know, probably mid December to mid January, I had no money coming in. The reason why is because I ran out of inventory in December. I was sending inventory late December, early January, but I don't get paid till that till like end of January. If it sells. If, if it sells, you're exactly right. You know, because, <laughs> you know, you only get that money seven, I, I think it's like seven days after it's delivered or something. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's some, it's some stupid amount, but I mean, I feel like, I feel like the rule of thumb is if you sell something today, you'll get that money in a month. Yeah. I mean, I just that's feel a safe, like it. That's a yeah. safe assumption. Yeah. Right. And so if you, if you have those periods where you're like, you know what? Eh, I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it right now. Gotta push. Just, just know you're right. Just know you need to just keep pushing. You need to just force yourself. Um, there's a, there's a book called the five second rule. And, you know, we've been, we've been, you know, kind of trying to incorporate that into like our physical life, you know, as far as like working out and things like that. But it's like, you have five seconds to decide whether you're going to do something or not. That's my Mel Robbins, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Just do it. Just fucking do it. What's the, what's the premise of that? <clears throat> that if that your, your brain, if you do something within five seconds, your brain... Uh, if if you wait more than five seconds, your brain will automatically kind of hinder you from doing that because it, it wants to, you know, w- what is it? Your your natural instinct is to protect yourself, and uh, yeah, within yeah, five I, seconds, it's kind of like a reaction. It's not really a, you thinking about it or analyzing anything. Yeah, no. <coughs> you definitely didn't <laughs> I, mute that. I tried. <laughs> I'm keeping that in here. I Bless really you. tried to mute. <laughs> but sometimes when I hit this button, it doesn't work. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. Yes. That's the premise of it. And it's, it's, it's a hundred percent accurate. Um, and we've actually. You've actually what? I tried to sneeze, but then I can't. Yeah, that's like one of the most frustrating things is when you have to sneeze. Unfulfilling. Yeah, and if you're like, somebody's like, don't sneeze. And you're like, oh. Another one is yawning. Oh, Uh, dude, I do that to my dog all the time. Oh. When when we got together, me and Amanda, like, I used to do that to her a little bit. And then she started doing it to me. And I was like, all right, truce. Truce. We can't do that anymore. There's no... Don't, if you what if you, you yell frogs when somebody's trying to yawn, guaranteed it's done. It's done. They're not gonna yawn. If do you it, yell, do it. If, wait, 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 wait. Stop. If you yell frogs, if you, I don't know if it's the word. I don't know if it just because it throws you <laughs> off. But if you say if somebody's going to yawn and you go frogs, 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 and they will go, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I, it might work on. It might work sneezing too. That's but, funny. Yeah. Frog, 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 frog. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do if somebody said that? I'd be like, the fuck is your problem? Exactly. Dude. And you wouldn't sneeze or yawn. Oh, so man. so anyway, back to back to what you were saying. I don't even remember. I don't either. Okay. I wasn't listening, really. With you. Uh, so the five second rule is what you are talking yeah, about. Yeah. So you read the yeah. book? 
Yeah, I, I haven't read all of it. I haven't you read, read entire, any of it. I haven't read the uh, all of it. Let me guess. Um, Audiobook? No, no, no. Jessica actually turned me on to it. Um, but it's an interesting it's an interesting theory. I think um you know, I I, <clears throat> I don't read a whole lot of books. I mean, I very rarely read a book. I get most of my info from Joe Rogan. I didn't know you knew but, how to read. <laughs> but I think um I think that's one thing that I think the five second rule. That's a good. Um, that's a good. It's a good read if you're interested in. It's a pretty in, short book, or. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's 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 short. A couple hundred pages. Yep. Um, and and I do normally do audiobooks. Um, I I listen to them on the way to work. So it's an interesting read. Yeah, I just kind of the way the brain works, and it's like when you have an idea, or if you have like a an inkling it's like it's so important in those first five seconds to to make that decision and just fucking go because yeah. you know the second i mean it's really like that sixth and seventh second like as soon as you go past that five, and it's like well you know i don't know and they say know. some people's window is even shorter than five seconds could be could be i'm not i mean i'm not the I'm reason not. i knew who you're talking about is because i used to watch <clears throat> a lot of these motivational compilation videos, like when I first started getting into this business, and uh, I mean, I'm not ashamed to say it, I, it actually gave me some of the fire that I needed, you know, to get things done. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> that, Gary Vee, you know, all this stuff, and, and, I mean, it worked for me. I, I don't necessarily need it or use it much anymore, but uh, there was one video, it was Mel Robbins, was I think like the first person on the video, and she said, uh, I am what she say. I imagine myself as you know at NASA, and when I wake up in the morning, I count down five, four, three, two, one, and you know if I don't get out of bed by by one, then you know most likely I'm not going to do it. Sure. You know, and I was like, man, that's a it's a good it it takes any analyzing out of the situation, you know, because once you start analyzing, your brain tries to to save you, and anything that you do. In this business, that's gonna make you money or push you forward is gonna be scary. And if you think about it longer than like five seconds, you're not gonna do it. Yep. Yep. You're exactly right. I'm always right. I've been trying to tell you this for at least like 19 years. 19? God, have we known each other for that long? 2001. Please 18. tell me that's not that true. That was 18. Shh. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 18 damn years. That's ridiculous. That's a long time. That really is a long time. I said scary long. Anyways, what's the next subject? Let's do this. Return strategies. That's going to go to you. But first, oh. <clears throat> I'm going to go take a piss. And we'll um, be right back. And I'm going to get more Rebecca Creek Whiskey. And you don't even, you you won't even know that we've been gone. Brought to you by Except Rebecca for the Creek Whiskey. We are officially sponsored by Google, Apple, and Rebecca Creek Whiskey. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. You didn't even know we were gone. She. That quick. That's what she said. That's not even. Eh. It's pretty much losing its. Guys, Mike's really close to me. Um, <clears throat> return strategies go. Um, so there's different. What do you, what does that mean, by the way? Return strategies yeah. is this customer 
like a customer returning stuff to you or what? No. Um, okay. All right. So, so listen. <laughs> so listen. So if you, it, one of the good things with retail arbitrage is that you can always return stuff when um, it does not sell. Now, that does not always apply to everything. However, for most of the stuff that you buy, you're able to return it. Um, I'll give you an example. Well, I, I bought, bought a f- ton of raffles. I thought raffles were going to be the new fingerling. They were not. <laughs> they were not. And so, so of course, I had to do the quote-unquote walk of shame um, to a Walmart and say, hey, um, my event got canceled um, and I need to return all these. And it's kind of awkward, but you know, to be, I don't really care. Um, some, you know, it could be, it could be very quick. Yeah. It could be very intimidating. You're like, you know, but it's all of the intimidation is like, is based on your perception of what they think about you. Yeah. Like, it's like, what do they think? I mean, what do they think I'm doing with all this stuff? Like, do you think they're going to call me out on being a reseller? You know, but in, uh, in all in all, it, it, it makes no difference. So I'll give you an example. I had, um, God, I had a bunch of the, the, the I had some rapples and I had some of the, the poop, the, uh, unicorn poop. Um, and they were little $10 cans. Um, and so the, so I go up there and, um, I'm behind this guy, and I'll tell you this story first. I'm behind this guy. I'm sitting in line, and I'm behind this guy. And this guy's got a Dyson vacuum in his uh, in his cart. And I look at the gentleman, and I'm like, you know what? This does not seem like the let kind me, of guy. Let me stop you right there. You literally already told this story. Have I? Yeah. Fuck. Okay, whatever. So I get up to the counter, and the lady wait, wait, just, to... just, just go ahead. Just fucking just shut up. So I get to the counter and I'm like, you know what? I need to return all this stuff. And she's like, okay, no problem. So she's scanning the thing. She scanning the stuff. And then at one point she's like, ooh, I'm at like $216. She's like, I need approval with that receipt. And I said, okay, no problem. Get your manager. I've done this before. Um, and so she says she has to she generally. Why did you do it without receipt? Because my receipt that I had was expired. So if I gave them the receipt, then I would give them proof that And you say, had, you mean expired. This retailer's return Walmart. policy was 90 Walmart. days. Yeah, Walmart. And you had so, bought it pre more than 90 days ago. Correct. So I had a Walmart receipt, but I didn't want to give it to them because then it would prove that I purchased it too long ago. <laughs> So I, you know, the lady gets to like $216 or whatever. And she's like, Ooh, you know, we're really supposed to only do a hundred dollars before we have to get a hold of a manager. He said, let me call a manager. I said, no problem. And so she calls a manager over and I said, and she says, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, but we can only do a hundred dollars without a receipt. And I said, but we're at 216. And she's like, we've already scanned it. So no problem. We'll give you the 216. She's like, but unfortunately we can't do more. And so now to listen, I have a retail background. I'm not going to tell you where I work, but I have a retail background and I've been in retail for a very long time. Goodwill. Understand, understand 
those of you who have no knowledge of the retail industry understand that the retailer will do whatever you want them to do if if you push it hard enough and it's not easy to push it hard it's really not it sometimes if you're an introvert whether you're an introvert or extrovert but especially if you're an introvert sometimes it's hard to push that extra bit to say hey no 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 i need you to do this or i want you to do this or i demand you to do this it's not an easy thing to say okay and and by saying that what i mean is like okay i understand your policy and your policy says 90 days i'm outside of that 90 days but listen if you want my business i need you to do this for me so i told the lady and i'll, I'll follow up with the example so I, so the lady's like you know you know we're not supposed to do over 100 we're at 216 whatever she's like we'll do this but we won't do more i said look i said look so what you're telling me is is i can do this 216 and then just do another transaction for the rest of these because she hadn't scanned all my items i still had like 10 items that were like ten dollars probably a value of 110 dollars i said so don't you think in the interest of saving you time and saving me time shouldn't you just put these 10 items on this ticket and let's just be done with this and she says well you know the problem is is that it comes up on a report um, and we, you know, we have to answer to why we're doing these larger returns without a receipt. And I said, look, hey, I totally understand that. I said, but let's save each other time. So let's do this $200 return and then let's do a new transaction for $100. And she did it. And she did it. And, and, and the reason why she did it is because I gave her, I gave her and I gave her a, a shorter, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but I gave her like a shorter route to being done with me, you know, because retail employees are like, what do you want? Here it so is. So as opposed Bye. to, to what now she, she did the 200 and then did another transaction yeah. as opposed to doing what? To doing like 300 and something dollars worth of on of, one. Right. So what we did is I offered her a solution. I said, okay, if you get in trouble for doing this amount without a receipt, well, let's split it up so that you don't get in trouble. So let's say, let's do 150 here, and then let's do another 150 here. And then that way, you don't get in, you don't get on this report that you're telling me about. And I don't know what they're talking about, but she says there's a report that goes up to corporate and then they get, they get questioned on this report. And so I say, okay, well, let's, 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 let's work together. Circumvent that process. And right. Just... Let's, Let's get right under the minimum, and let's just just what you said, circumvent the process. And listen, you know, you retail employees, retail is hard. Retail is fucking is dying. Like as far as like the brick and mortar retail, it's dying. So any type of any type of <clears throat> you know customer situation to where you know the retailer may be worried about losing a re a, a customer or whatever. You can use that to your advantage. And so when you're going and you, so if you have that opportunity where you're like, you know, I've been sitting on this hat for, you know, six months, but it hasn't sold. Let me go back to Walmart and, and return this hat. 
you can do so if you do it the right way. But you have to do it the right way. The second you start disrespecting that retailer or disrespecting that employee, they will shut your ass down and they'll do it quick. I'm telling you, because that's the last thing they want is they want a disrespectful person asking them to do them a favor. That doesn't work. It does not work. You have to be nice to them. Whether or not it's right, whether or not it's wrong, that is irrelevant. I was in a similar situation recently, and I was probably trying to return some of the same things that you were trying to return, but I did actually have my receipt. And, um, you know, I I, want to say I was a hundred and something days over, you know, so I I was was fairly good amount over over the time period, and I think it was over four or five hundred dollars worth of stuff. And, um, you know, I was kind and courteous and, you know, respectful, because at the end of the day, we're all humans. You know, a, yeah. a, a, I want to be treated like you want to be treated and vice versa. You know, I, I just want you to respect me and I want you to, res, you know, I, I want to be respected or some shit like that. So, like, I, I asked him and she's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, okay. I said, well, can I speak with your manager? She said, hold on one second. And uh, the manager come up. Oh, no, we we can't do that. I said, can you ask your manager? And they said, hold on a second, and got on the phone. And in this case, unfortunately, they were like, no, that's just too far out. We can't do it. And I, I said, hey, I understand. Sure enough, I loaded my stuff up back in the cart and took off, put it back in the back in the van. But, it, you know, had I not been nice to them, that first employee would have said no. They would have said, nope, next you know, got the next person in line. But since I was nice about it, like you said, you know, and I, I gave them respect, they went up three levels, you know. And I, I was pretty certain they weren't going to do it. But, you know, sometimes you can slip some of this stuff past them. Or you can do what you said, and you can go and do it without a receipt. The only problem that we need to mention is that if you do, is it five? Four or five transactions within one year, and they will cut you off. Yeah. They will not let you return anything else. I don't know if it's anything else with or without a receipt. No, but without. 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 Okay. And, and what happens with without a receipt? Do you get that on a gift card? Yeah. Is that that's what it is? Yeah. Pretty much any retailer you go to. I mean, I don't know of any retailer. Um, but pretty much every single retailer you go to that you're going to return something without a receipt, you're going to get store credit. And that's fine. That's fine. That's a fair trade-off. Like if the re- if, the, if the retailer is giving you in good faith a return of $20, they don't know when that $20 was spent. They have no clue. In good faith, you should spend that $20 that they give you back in their store. And it's going to cost them less. And the, Yeah. Yeah, because they, you know, the amount you spend isn't what they spend on that product. So they, you know, they're yeah, they may give you twenty dollars back, but they really only, you know, coming out of pocket maybe five. Right, right. It seems like after a year or two, these these Amazon's changing. At least from what I've heard from older sellers, things aren't like they used to be. Like there's not. Like like these reoccurring items. It seems like people are getting smarter and people are catching on more and more or these 
bolo groups, you know, everything, oh. everything is starting to get put out into the open. It's like, I mean, there's just so many products that are should have been good like last Q4 that weren't. Last Q, man, last Q4 was weird. It was. It was really weird because, like, nothing worked. <laughs> like, like, we were sitting there. I remember we were like, okay, so the first thing we thought about was the was the poop unicorn. So the poopsie unicorn, I think it was the first thing yeah. that we really started focusing on. Yeah, the poop unicorn, poopsie unicorn is going to be, like, the thing because people still love slime. They love unicorns, you know. Okay, let's. And I bought forty of them. Um, I'm like, okay, all right, all right, cool. So, and this is in September, October. So this is well before it really got crazy. It was so we hold August or September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. Early. Yeah, it was very early. But we we knew that from the previous year, you know, fingerlings, love a Bella, love a bow. Um, there were a lot of LOL balls were just like, I mean, gold the previous year. It's like, okay, well now we got, we have to get in on it early. And so we got in early on the, on the unicorns. We got early in on the Ryan's eggs. We got early in, well, I mean, me and others, uh, rapples, um, was it like crate creatures or something? See, crate creatures were, were a, a carryover from the year before, believe it or not. But yeah. yeah, what was the dolls? What was the diva? What was it? What was it? What boxy were those? girls. Yeah, boxy girls. Those like, were. A... <laughs> but those nothing. Were a flop. Everything was a flop. Nothing worked. Nothing worked. There was not one item that was like the shit. Yeah, it seemed like, and I don't think Toys R Us had that big of an effect in the overall scheme of things, but it seemed like. <laughs> Everybody else, maybe it was, maybe it was in conjunction with like them shutting down and all these other retailers anticipating um, that much market share being open. You know that they just overbought because it was just so much supply that I'm pretty sure people, parents, and all could still go buy most of the stuff that we thought was going to be hot in. August and September, I think they were able to buy it up until Christmas from well, every, the retail stores at the retail price, so there was no demand for it online at a higher price. Yeah, yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, I I think it was just there's just there's there so much stock available. You know, I mean, it, it, there, there was, was so no, much stock available that that prices went down before Christmas on this stuff. So yeah. there were people that bought it below us a couple months before. So then we really couldn't sell it and, you know, even yeah. break even. Yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it was the weirdest. It was the weirdest. I mean, you think about last year, it was fingerlings. Fingerlings were, fingerlings and LOL balls. Were 2017. Just, I mean, yeah, 2017. I mean, I, I made between October and December, I made $40,000 on toys. I really, I mean, I had some other parts and stuff, but it was mainly toys. And then, you know, the the year before that, some which toys I, are us. Yeah, the 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 year before that, which I wasn't involved in, was Hatchimals. Hatchimals were the gold, yeah. like the absolute gold. And every single year since before that, it was something. 
I mean, all the way back from Furbies, Elmos. I mean, every every single year it was one toy. Tickle Last me, year, Elmo. God, what was that like? <laughs> bruh. Oh five, oh six, or something. I'm maybe earlier than that. Yeah. Maybe earlier than that. I mean, I remember Furbies um, in the mid nineties. I mean, my friend had a Furby, and I still don't know what the hell that thing does. But I just <laughs> my <know>. friend. <laughs> but I know, I know he had a Furby, yeah, and we were like, sure "Dude, your you're like rich." Like we thought you were rich because you had a Furby, you know. But, I had a Tamagotchi. Yeah, Tamagotchis, man. I used to play those in class. I used to have like the. It wasn't the Tamagotchi, but it was like the pet one. What was the pet one? Tamagotchi was a pet. Yeah, but this one was different. It was Digipets. I think it was Digipets. Digipets. Where like the dog would like poop and you had to like clean the yeah. poop. I had that. But anyways, this last year was really weird. Nothing nothing worked. Nothing. Nothing worked. It was a it was a weird time. Like there was no and it's it, it kinda sucked because and this is a woe is me statement, but it kinda sucked because we were ready. We had been yeah. through a Q4 already. We we knew what to expect, and we were ready. We were ready to hit it. We were ready to just, we knew what was going on. 100% wrong. 100% yeah. wrong. Oh, yeah. You know? it was. We were so wrong. And I, and I even thought, I even told myself, and I remember telling my wife, and probably y'all or whatever, but I remember at the end of the year, I'm like, man, next year I'm gonna have ten grand, and I'm just gonna fucking go balls to the wall. Q4. I you, ten, about, you said that 2017. Yeah, yeah, I said that yeah. 2017 because I was like, I had all these LOL balls, and I'm like, I kind of got into it late, and whatever. I had all this stuff, and I'm like, next year I'm gonna have ten grand. I'm gonna have ten grand cash or whatever, and I'm gonna just. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go hard on Q4 and Q4 was the worst quarter of my year. Yeah, it just was. It just was, and it it sucked because I tell you one of the things that that I loved about Q4 was the fact was the hunt. I liked the hunt. You know, yeah. going to a store at, right when it opened, like having ten other people there and looking for the stupid unicorn. Uh, fingerling, you know, I miss that. <laughs> I miss that. God, that's those things, yeah. But and anyways. fingerlings were everywhere. This I'll year. never forget it. I'll never forget my fingerlings in LOL ball like buys last year. This year, they were everywhere. They were, I mean, you couldn't walk without touching a fingerling. I mean, it was stupid. But last, I mean, the year before that, man, it was just like. I mean, and they went, were... they went hard into the fingerlings, like hard into the paint. They were, yeah. they made like 15, 20 different variations this year. Yep. And they were, they're still stocked on the shelf. Yeah. They're still yeah. stocked on the shelf. They're done. They're done. Yeah. Nobody and, cares. Yeah. It, I guess it, I don't know. Is this the future? Is this the future that, you know, we're not going to have the same products at year after year? Maybe. I mean, I guess we never really have. You know, Hatchimals were, were hot 2016. They really weren't that hot 2017 unless you counted some of the variations. You know, uh, I think there were right. certain, like, Golden Links or something for a little while. But then, you know, 
and and LOL stuff was hot then. Well, then 2018 comes and everybody's restricted and LOL has you know mass quantities and in, in retail stores and stuff. It's, I don't know it, it. To be honest, it's it it makes me know and and want to get out of the OARA scene. And, uh, you know, if you do OARA, which, which most everybody starts with, that's not a bad thing. Just know that it's becoming more and more competitive and it's becoming harder and harder to, to squeeze that turnip and get blood out of it. As my grandma would have said, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. It's, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. It really is tough. I don't know. I don't know what the future of it's like, but I, I don't. I couldn't say that I am hopeful. <laughs> you know, I couldn't say like, yeah, this is the future. Like, I'm gonna do this for the next five, you know, five plus years. This industry is morphing, just like any industry that's ever existed. You know, mm-hmm. everything has a life cycle and a lifespan, and I think that we're just kind of starting to to get on the downhill slope of the uh the raoa cycle to where it's it's profitable because i mean it's if you think about it ra and oa sending it to amazon is the easiest way to get a business started oh dude yeah no doubt you know watch me amazon had you know they did the little cnbc thing uh interview or whatever and he was talking about you know you can you know, it's the easiest way to to get a business started because, you know, within one month, you can have your money back. You know, you can't do that in any other business. If you start a business, you know, most people don't see a profit for the first four to five years yeah, in a regular that, small business. And how many people can say, you know what, I'm going to start a new business and I'm going to lease this space and I can go five years without making any money. Yeah. I mean, not many. Yeah. Not many. <laughs> I mean, I sure shit couldn't. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, eBay is the best because it's like, it's, 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 it's as of now instantaneous. Yeah. My money's in my PayPal and I can transfer that right to my bank. You know, Amazon's like a, you know, like we said, two you, weeks, I think, ish. Yeah. I after mean, the could, sale. Right, you could sell a pen on Amazon, and a month later, you can have that money from that sale. You know, but yeah, I mean, oh man, it's gonna be the next few years. It's gonna be interesting. It really is, because more and more and more is gonna be um, moving to online, and it's like, so where are you gonna get your where are you gonna get your product from? Yeah, where are you gonna buy it? Yeah, I, I think it's pretty much all moving to online. I think most of the brick and mortar stores will will be pickup locations. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll be the place where I need diapers now. You know, well, That's a good point. You drive to the store and you pick them up because you've already ordered them. You know, yeah. they'll bring them I, out to you. You go in to get them because I I don't think there will I don't think it'll ever be gone because I think it'd be too inconvenient. If it is, you know, the the chain of of supply is so. Um, God, what it, what is it called now? Just in time, the just in time model. You don't know about just in time. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, lean, lean inventory. Just in time. Okay. Let's let's read this to you here. Uh, when first developed in Japan in the 1970s, the idea of just in time marked a radical new approach. Oh, good lord! We got ads. <laughs> Uh, radical new approach to the manufacturing process cut waste by supplying parts only as and when the process required them the old system became known as by contrast as just in case inventory was held uh for every possible in eventuality just in case it came about just mm -hmm. in time eliminated the need for each stage in the production process to hold buffer stocks which resulted in huge savings so basically you can think of a grocery store now so a grocery store doesn't have anything in the back they have everything almost everything yeah, that they the own part, yeah. on the shelf yeah so this is good and bad they don't have to store anything which means they don't have to buy anything that's not on their shelves so they don't have to buy ahead of time. But this also gets into a problem of if anything in that supply chain gets broken down, say, tr say transportation, say you have a driver shortage, say you have a fuel shortage, whatever, you're going to have like, I don't know, three days worth of supply at that store before people just go crazy and clear out the entire store. Um, but... I don't know. Things are getting weird. I, I don't really know where I was going with that, but I don't either. Um, but you I know, rarely do. But I think I think eventually, man, it's a. I mean, I was looking. I was listening to Joe Rogan today. Can't remember the guy he had on today. I can't remember his name. Some um, Asian fella. Um, but I but I believe he's running for some sort of office. Maybe the president. I don't know. But he was talking about income. And uh, like a like a universal income, universal uh, UBI. Yeah, but he was oh, talking. I about, wanted to listen to that. Yeah, it, it's it's an interesting uh, debate. Um, but they were talking about how like truck drivers, you know, that whole system by twenty thirty, he says, will be an automated, like robot trucks, daisy chaining. You know, however, yeah. you know, whatever into the feast, like that's the future of it. Um, and that, like, that's the future of trucking. Yeah. And so, you know, you think about your trucking being completely automated um, and almost every single wage under like $20 an hour being automated, self checkout systems, um, you know, yeah. tons of other things just being completely taken over by automation um you know you can really kind of think about where the retail sector is going i mean it's going to go to you know i mean even like the amazon pop-up stores or whatever that are completely employeeless you know you walk in you walk out with a product and you buy it you know based on how cameras you know there's rfids or barcodes on on the products and the cameras are like registering that and communicating with your bank. And the second you walk out, it, I mean, it tracks the second you pick something up off the shelf, it tracks that item. And if you leave with that item, it charges your bank account. I mean, that's the future. And that's not like 50 years from now. That's very soon, very yeah. soon. And so when you talk about P uh, I keep saying P and L private label, private label, 
versus RA. RA will will not exist. Yeah. Eventually, it's not going to exist. Yeah. Private label will. I think what you I think where you might have been going with some of that was what's going to happen to those people once there are no jobs. I just looked up. There's 3.5 million truckers in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So that's 3.5 million people that will need new jobs or some kind of support until they can learn a new trade or whatever. Uh, and that doesn't even include the people, all of the support staff at brick and mortar retailers right now that will need new stuff, new uh, jobs and sources of income. I think you were, you were talking about the guy that was talking about universal basic income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what, what was the outcome of that? Well, so he was talking about how, I mean, you know, 30% of, of the U S population, it was like 30, around 30. I don't know what it is. Watch the damn podcast, but around 30% of the population well, told him who it was. But... I don't can't remember the guy's name, um, but he was on today, February 12th, 2019. Um, but he was saying that if you take all the labor that's, you know, you have 30%, percent of Andrew the Yang. Andrew Yang. Episode 30, 1245 of JRE, uh, Joe Rogan Experience. 30 some odd percent of the U.S. population graduates college. You think of the majority, the majority of retail employees, truck drivers, um, and truck drivers, some of the truck drivers make some pretty decent money, but by a large margin, most of them do not have college educations. Um, same thing with retail employees and most people making under $20 an hour. I mean, if you take those people and you remove them from the workforce, what do they do? What do they do? Yeah. And they, they, he was saying he was, he was making the point that technology in the, you know, in the, in the near future technology is, is the technology boom is kind of like the, the oil boom of this pe- time period. You know, it's like the new the new thing, and and you can't sit there and, and tell a truck driver, or a retail average retail employee, to learn how to code and learn how to do all this other stuff, um, because they just don't have the they don't have the 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 education or or even the will to learn how to do all this stuff. I have no clue where I'm going with so, any of this. Well, no, I think it's the universal basic income. So that's I guess where that comes in is that would need to replace. But I mean. At some point, you got to face the music and realize that, for good or bad, your industry is gone. For good or bad, your job that you had a skill and could perform because you were qualified is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, I liken that to, to oil field workers when the oil field is not, you know, going strong. What happens when the, drill, when the well dries? Yeah, I mean, you have to learn another trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know where any of this was going. I, I hadn't heard any good points made. <laughs> this is actually a horrible podcast. So, so okay, so let's take all of this into context and say, look, you know, when you when if you're if you're on a daily basis and you're running your business, whether it's a full-time business, part-time business, whatever, and you're doing RA, just understand that in the near future, and by the near future, I mean five to ten years, in the near future, it will not be a viable 
income stream. I would say within five years. Uh, yeah. No, realistically, probably. But I say five to ten years simply because you just don't know, who. number one, who's going to be in office. And number two, you know, really where that new technology is going to be invented. And, and when it is invented, how it's going to be implemented. So, you know, most likely within five to five years. But I say five to ten years, you have to understand that, you know, you need to not rely on this as a long-term um, a strategy. RA, you, you know, Amazon's still going to be there, and you can still make a fortune on Amazon. But, you know, you need to make sure it you're ready to adapt. Yeah. I yeah. think the golden era of Amazon is gone. I think the era Agreed. of being able to you know, just make thousands upon thousands in profit easily uh, is, is gone. And I think, you know, it started going away a couple years ago. But I think there was probably a 10 to 15 year run that had we been in it, we may not be doing this podcast because we wouldn't, you know, we we would just be hanging out doing something else <laughs> probably wouldn't actually be doing amazon or try to have somebody running it or something you know but yeah but it is what it is and um i guess the main point is is this like everything else in life is dynamic and you have to adapt and overcome and uh this is true me this and you true. and the rest of the guys in the group and i think most people that have been doing amazon for a little while are moving towards wholesale and private label uh, which are more steady streams of income, and they also insulate you a little bit from uh, lowballers, from races to the bottom, from uh, you know having to always be out on the road sourcing stuff, going through you know the clearance aisle at Walmart, you know looking through TJ Maxx racks, you know just all the the mundane, you know just grind they're, for pennies huh for pennies for pennies sometimes. for dollars you know yeah <clears throat> i'm gonna go to the bathroom i will be right back and you won't even know it's gone all right and we're back and we're live uh okay <laughs> fyi no 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 stop uh, fyi we've been talking offline for like at least 30 minutes about stupid stuff 10 minutes T well, 15 right. don't 27 no. whatever let me turn off my what were you gonna say i don't i don't even know anymore <laughs> rebecca creek i yeah. don't even know anymore brought to you by regret hey listen rebecca brought to creek, you by regret <laughs> rebecca creek is a texas whiskey that goes down smooth while del while delivering mucho flavor. So we're back, and <laughs> I've gotta. I'm only laughing because Jeff won't shut the hell up. We have to keep doing this over and over again. Hey, hey. Um, so I got a packing tip, and this goes for anything. This thing, this goes for sending stuff to Amazon, sending stuff to an eBay customer, Macari, Poshmark, whatever. If you're gonna send something. And you give a crap about the shape it gets there in. Pack it dense. 
you're gonna put something in a box pack it dense don't allow there to be a lot of space in there that's basically my only tip just just try to eliminate any dead space in a box um, and you will save yourself a lot of headache returns mad customers whatever it. Yeah, I've I've seen a few things that have not made their way properly, and every single time it's because I have not filled the empty space in the box. Every every time, and I don't know why. I don't. I mean, I I'm just I'm an idiot, but I really wish I'd like remind myself before I send something to fucking. Remember to fill all the empty spaces. Yeah, remember to do your job. It sucks though, because that stuff costs money. You know, it does. I mean, it does. It, but it, and the thing about it is, Amazon doesn't do it. They throw one pillow, one air pillow, in a box this big, with a box or something in it this big, and yeah, one and, air pillow. It's yeah. like, how yeah. does this stuff make it? Bullshit. Sometimes it doesn't. That's that that mean. leads to another tip. <laughs> That's why you have to prep your items and prep them basically for that they're going to be shipped in whatever you send it in. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you have something breakable, you better you, you better put some bubble wrap on it. You know, yeah, because they're That's not going to do it. No, Amazon's not going to do it. They're going to throw it in a big box, way bigger than the item, with one air pillow. <laughs> Maybe two. Sometimes I put two. And it's just going to be bouncing around in there. I know people that work for um, that work for an Amazon warehouse. And it's not a warehouse that, thing, that you send things to. It's a warehouse that when you see, it's like FC transfer, which is fulfillment center transfer. Um, it's being sent to air, different areas of the country. And so these um, three people that I know that work in an Amazon um, warehouse, um, they are, they are, their entire performance is based on time. Like they have, they are strapped to a machine and a machine, and by machine, I mean like this, like electric pallet jack that you see people in like electric forklift and they're just fucking going around the warehouse picking these orders and they have a, they have a quota. They have a, a speed that they're supposed to be at uh, you know a pick per hour or whatever and so if you're if you're putting your faith in people that are being judged by the by the um it's a speed, conflict of interest right by the speed at which they do things trust they do not have your best interest in mind and that is not their fault their 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 mission is to get this item in that box as fast as possible they yeah. don't give a shit about anything else. And you got to realize that. And that's not their fault. Yeah. So the next thing I, I, I would like you to talk about is negotiating with retailers. You know, it goes back to... Uh, that all goes back to... I don't even know what that means, to be honest with well, you. Well, so look. So everything is negotiable. You know, and that goes back to the to the to the retail um, portion of it, is that everything? I mean, everything is negotiable. 
They have the power to do anything they want. There's nothing, like if I say I want to return this half, you know, drank whiskey to the store, they can do it. They probably won't, <laughs> but they can do it. It is possible. And so, you know, I don't want to spend a whole lot on this topic because we kind of covered it in um, the earlier part of the episode where we were talking about respecting people. Is that if you want something, respect them. If you respect them, they will, they will, you know, they'll they'll give you what you want because again, it's not their money. It ain't their money. It's Jeff Bezos's money. It's Mr. Walmart's money. Whatever the fuck his name is. Um, Sam you know, Walton. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, whatever. Um, you know, they'll help you out. They'll help you out. I mean, I don't have. A, we already talked about. We already talked about that. Yeah. As always, you bring in the big money value, buddy. Fuck you. <laughs> oh shit. What else is there to say? Look, if you want something, you fucking go out there and get it. Gary, is that you? Oh, you know, let's talk about Gary for a second. So so Gary is like almost so so when I when you first started, I mean, and this, correct me if I'm wrong, if when you first started getting into the whole Amazon eBay, well, not really eBay, but Amazon and like entrepreneurial thing, you're like Gary V. Gary V. is fucking amazing. Like he's just the best. Blah 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 blah. Do you feel the same way about him now? I don't pay attention to him now, so I don't really know. Um, like I said before, he gave me he provided to me what i needed at the time and i think he still provides that he just basically his whole message is get off your ass don't use excuses get off your ass and don't blame other people and treat other people like you would want to be treated so i mean yeah i really those are timeless you know timeless things that, that you know everybody can use well aside from the lamest dancer ever um i would say you know gary v is a great intro into the entrepreneurial rife rife you got <laughs> the great answer now yeah i'm excited i mean i'm i'm literally eight shots into this rebecca creek so you're gonna have to bear with me um However, you know, I look at I look at Gary V. I look at Gary V. and I'm like, you know what? Like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But damn, is it not the same thing over and over again? It is. But you got to think too. He's also a marketer. He's doing this like <laughs> he's very successful at it. Oh yeah, he is, and I like him. I don't hate him. I like him. But I don't think. You would probably agree that you don't need him. No, I don't need him anymore. anymore. No. Which makes me wonder what his long, how he, I mean, it, you know, if people like us, which, you know, I could deal without, I, I don't even have to hear anything else from Gary V ever in my lifetime. I don't need anything else from him. He doesn't provide anything that I need. It makes me wonder, you know, how he continues. I think there will always be new be and use. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that's I guess that's where you were going is yeah his yeah. long term 
you know, you don't have repeat customers. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think there's always going to be people that, yeah, I think everyone, I think everyone with a beating heart has, you know, a goal in their mind or something better for themselves in mind, you know, unless you're just in a really deep, dark place in your life. You know, I think there's people are always hopeful that that something good is ahead. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I think he puts the idea in your head that you can be the creator. You know, you can write that next part of your story, which you can. You know, anybody can. I think the one thing I like about Gary V. Is that, you know, while you were saying that, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I can't remember him ever trying to sell anything. No. So what you're saying is you weren't listening to me. No, no, no. I was listening to you. And that's and as I was listening to you, I was like, you know what? Yeah. He has never tried to sell anything. The shoes. The clouds and dirt. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. Like, have, if you've seen these shoes... They are the worst things I've ever seen. They are the worst things I've ever seen. I'll put a I'll put a picture of them up up here. Yeah. yeah. So there'll, there'll be a picture. There's clouds and dirt. I believe They're there's terrible. a white pair and a black pair, and I believe both of them have different sayings on the bottom. But it's something about his motto. And he he got in with was it K Swiss? Yeah, K Swiss. K Swiss. Yeah. But I, I we'll we'll put them up there for you. Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> his shoes were terrible. They were they were bad, but you know, is what it is. Hey, if I could sell some case with shoes, I'd have, I mean, fuck, I'd do it. I'd make some stupid saying on there and put it on the bottom. Yeah. The last thing on the list here is the philosophies, and then that's your yes, that's yes. So let's talk about let's talk about okay. So try to forget everything you've heard in this episode. This is a that long episode. That won't be hard because yeah. <laughs> this episode is long. They have turned it off anyway. <laughs> They're like, what? fuck this shit. Let's talk about our different philosophies. My philosophy is reckless and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Your philosophy is calculated and uh, I, I want to say precise, but you probably wouldn't agree with that. Overanalyzed? Yes. So tell me tell me what you think between the two philosophies. Tell me what you think is the advantages and disadvantages. I'd say if there could be a mix, 50-50 of both, I think you'd be a very successful person. Uh, I, I envy the, uh, I, I envy your recklessness sometimes, <laughs> you know, it, it's sometimes I get in my head or I overanalyze a situation where you doing the same thing, you just, you push the chips in, you know, and, and I would be a little bit more reluctant to, um, but let's talk about what makes, what causes you to to overanalyze i don't i don't i don't know you seem to have an answer 
I don't know if I can know. I, I just know that sometimes I get in trouble. I mean, I mean, I had a, I had a, like an A to Z claim, like hanging over me on Amazon for like sixty days. I had to wait for that shit to get. I mean, I was on pins and needles, like making sure I didn't get another one. If I got another one, my account was shut down because I was sending, I was shipping uh, Goodwill Electronics, um, you know, through through Merchant Fulfill. And I, I mean, I tested them. I have a, I mean, I have a little. Like they see the little TV over there. I have a TV set up with an amplifier and everything, so I can test electronics. And you know, I'll test them for like five seconds. And if they pass the five <laughs> second rule, they're fucking going. Like they're going for sale. But that almost bit me in the ass. Yeah. You know. So how long would would you have? You know. I mean, what did? You, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I don't know how much electronics you sell, but you know, would you have done the same? I haven't sold any used electronics because of that reason. Yeah, okay. because well, yeah. exactly. So there you go. Because you know, I'll sell them on eBay all day long. I don't have a problem with it because there's not as big a repercussion. Uh, on, no. on Amazon, there's a hammer and it gets thrown down, and it, there's no there's it, it is what it is. They don't give a crap. On eBay, first off, the customer's most likely going to message you on Amazon. Nope. They're going to call Amazon uh, and they're going to say, hey, I want my money back or whatever. Amazon's going to side with them or they're going to open an A to Z claim. Most likely Amazon's going to side with them, you know. And that's a mark on your metrics, which we still have no idea how the metrics work as, as far as getting your account shut down or anything. It's but But with eBay... They give you a lot more leniency and stuff, so so you can you can screw up a lot more. I don't yeah. know. It, it, it's two totally you different. I, I don't mess around as much on Amazon as I do do or, or will do on on eBay. You know, I think I think with eBay, I think I think I think for them to stay viable, like in the future, they're gonna have to go somewhat the route of Amazon because to me man my Amazon customers get the best that I have (laughs) yeah I mean it like literally there's no like if if this stupid little tape machine has like the stupid paint on it I don't send this to Amazon I'll sell it on eBay all day long yeah but I will never send anything on Amazon see there's a big difference because you have very high resolution and 12 pictures on eBay. You don't have that on Amazon. You can put pictures on Amazon. Most people aren't going to look at them. They're not going to read your description. Even even less so than on eBay. Much know? less so, yeah. Yeah. Most people don't even... I mean, we've said it a million times. Most people have no clue there's other sellers on Amazon. Yeah. You know, when, you, when you buy this tape machine or whatever this i mean they think it's coming from is Amazon. that called a tape machine a tape it's, measure it's, it's a tape measure i mean tape i told measure? you how many times God, i tell you really do half a bottle half a bottle of whiskey i'm really i'm dumb. wearing down right now but i will say that you know most customers don't even know and that plays in our favor however yeah. you need to make sure that you do not fuck with those rules because let me tell you, Amazon, there's just no, there's not even a warning. There's I mean, a point I, of no return as well. Yeah. 
I kind of got a warning with the A to Z claim. The A to Z claim says that, you know, if you have anything over 1% A to Z claims on your orders. So if you, if you have, you know, one out of every hundred, you can have an A to Z claim and survive <laughs> it. I had an A to Z claim on like 50 orders, right? So, you know, or I mean, probably less than that because, I mean, really it went to 3%. Four percent, and so I'm looking at it, it's like you can't have an A to Z claim, you know, your claim has to be under one percent. I'm like, holy crap! So, so I actually went to the I went to the Facebook groups and I, I asked this one um, this one guy on there because he does a lot at Merchant Fulfill. I said, hey dude, what do I do? And he's like, look, you have to be a volume seller to survive A to Z claims because you're going to get A to Z claims, no matter what, you're going to get them. He says, but if you can't absorb them and move on, you're not going to last long in the Amazon world. You're just not. And so, you know, where he's shipping out hundreds of orders a month, he can survive three or four A to Z claims because it's less than 1%. But <clears throat> me, as a small-time seller, I can't. And he says that some buyers who are smart will take advantage of that. They'll take advantage of the fact that you can't survive multiple A to Z claims and they'll almost extort you, you know, for refunds or, you know, whatever, you know, through the Amazon channel. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll, they, they'll play the game and even other sellers, other sellers, like if they see, Hey, you're small time, you only have 20, you know, positive reviews for your entire account. They're going to, I mean, you know, they'll go after you. They'll buy your product and they'll they'll submit an AZ claim and they'll get your account suspended. God, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I, I mean, and I talked to him because I'm like, holy shit, dude! Like, what do I do? Like, I have this stupid message on my screen every day that says your account is at risk of deactivation. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap! Like, there's no, you know, there's no coming back from that. But he's like, you need to stay away from electronics until you get your your volume higher to survive those A to Z claims. That makes sense. Yeah. And so <clears throat> an A to Z, cl- an A to Z claim only applies to merchant fulfilled. Yeah. That's uh, because otherwise there's no, there's no such thing as an A to Z claim with an FBA order because, uh, Amazon takes care of that. An A to Z claim is like a, uh, it's a last result or last resort in a, a customer's arsenal, you know, it's like the nuclear option for a customer. If, if you're not willing to give them a refund, if you're not willing to do whatever, um, they can go to that A to Z claim and they can almost 100% of the time get their money back. And, uh, sometimes they don't even give you the option, you know, of, of messaging you. And like I said, most of them don't know, uh, so. Yeah. So, anyways, so A to Z, whatever. <laughs> make sure you whatever. Make sure you sell enough to survive the A to Z, and just be careful. Make sure what you're selling is a hundred percent legit. Do not, don't, don't try to, don't try to mess around with merchant fulfilled because they'll deactivate your shit quick. Yeah. Don't don't ever sell. Uh, I I got okay. 
<laughs> I got a book. It was actually, I think it was a Bible or a study Bible sent back. And I sent it in in acceptable condition. You know me. You've known me for a long time. If I'm going to send something in in acceptable condition, what condition is it probably really? Shitty. <laughs> no, it it's, it's always like above. It's always, you know, it's always above what you really what you set it as. Right. So right. If you set it as good, it's very good technically. Yeah. By the by the yeah. rule of the book because you're you're very conservative. So I sent something in as acceptable, which was probably a good, maybe a very good. And and to be clear, I believe acceptable is like the lowest level. Is that it correct? It is. It yeah. is. Acceptable. I'll tell you exactly what acceptable is acceptable for acceptable. Um, actually, I, I've That's got it right here. It says an acceptable item. All pages and the cover are intact, but the dust cover may be missing. Our pages may include limited notes and highlighting, but the text cannot be obscured or unreadable. Okay, that pretty much, if you're going to send a book in and it doesn't fit acceptable, you know, it's in pretty bad shape. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if I got it. I think I, I, think I may have disposed of it um, because sending some of that stuff back to me, it, it, I don't know what these people bought it for, seven bucks or something, but, uh, it, it, it wasn't in that bad a shape, but yet I even had it listed in acceptable with notes. And they said that it was not, um, it wasn't represented on the website, you know, accurately. You're just, you're going to well, get those people. You're yeah, going to get yeah. those customers. And I hate to say this, and, you know, this has nothing to do with religion. You know, I follow my own religion. Like, but it seems like religious buyers are the ones that, like, are the most pain in the butt. They, they are the most critical. Um, I can think of another one. Another, it was like a, a study guide for some kind of uh, religious uh, deal, and, and they sent it back that it wasn't like they thought, and it was their fault. It was it was a booklet, and they thought it was the actual book. Had they read it, they would have known it was a booklet and not an actual book, and they sent it back that it wasn't as described. I'm like, and all that stuff goes against you. Amazon doesn't care. They don't care if that, that customer put it in the correct return category. They <laughs> yeah. don't give a crap. Understand that Amazon does not care. <laughs> if they put please. an effective, that's go that's a hit against you. Yeah. They show that you have a defective product. Yeah. And look, you know, the 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 nice side of that is that Amazon has a um has a wonderful customer base, has huge has the biggest customer base. But the flip side of that is that they are 100% on the buyer side and you're not going to win. You're just not. No. And with that, I'd say we need to wrap this up. We're, we're 
well over two hours in. Are we which, over two hours? Yeah, two twelve right now. Which most of this will get cut out. Um, Almost all of it. I, I oh, your PC's low on storage, probably because we're at two hours. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably a fifty gig file here. Um, so yeah, I, I say we we wrap it up. Um, just like you guys ought to do if you're out there having sex. Um, unlike Mr. Bezos, that's what we didn't yeah. talk about. We, damn it, we didn't talk about Bezos' dick pics. Told you not to call it that. I really wanted to talk about that. You if you're the richest can. man in the world, if you're the richest man in the world, do you care about sending dick pics or do you do you not care? I wouldn't care. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, would you care? Put yourself in Bezos' shoes. Would you care about sending dick pics or not sending dick pics? What do you mean about care? Like, what do, like, what do you mean by care? Ugh. Ashamed or? Maybe ashamed would probably be a better word. And depends how big it is, I guess. <laughs> what if it's like an acorn? I mean, in reality, would you be sending a picture of it? That's a good, that was a good point. That's and good. also, in reality, science can do miraculous things. That is true. If you're Bezos, you could have, like, I mean, you could have anything, right? Be literally. <laughs> this is not making the cut for the podcast, by the way. Bezos' dick, not making the cut. Gotcha. I'm crashing, bro. <laughs> All right. Um, so, anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode. What? 10? 11. God bless, man. Son of a bitch. All right. Cut. Thank you so much for listening to episode 11 of the reseller collab podcast appreciate you have a good night treat yourself make it rain <laughs> all that see you later talk to you next time Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, long, long. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, lamb, rams, long, long. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, turkeys, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, beans, greens, beans, greens, Beans, 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 greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, 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 beans, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, chicken, chicken, You name it! You name it! You name it! You name it! The following is a conversation we had before the recording actually started. So you will notice some background noise because, uh, well, frankly, we weren't thinking about putting this in the episode, but 
it made for an interesting conversation, so uh, so we left it. Enjoy. Yeah, I can hear. You. Um, God. Do you ever watch Adam Ruins Everything? No. God, it's a good show. Anyway, he's basically saying they were talking about uh, sports fans, and they pretty much no. They're like, look, everything you love about a sports team is basically the logo and the name. No, that's not true. Everything else changes roughly every two years. All the players, everything. Okay, everything. You need to start this over because I don't agree with you so far. Tell, Tell me what is the same about a football team five years down the road. Tell me one person that's still there. Philip Rivers has been there for 15 years. Okay. That's one. Name another person. Okay. So um, the long snapper's been there for 10 years. The Melvin Ingram's been there for five years. Corey Legion's been there for five years. Um, okay. Five years is not a long time in the realm of your entire years. life. What? I don't know how many years, but every so often, pretty much every player gets replaced. Every team, uh-huh. every um, job position, everything. For the most so, part. So basically, people worship a, a logo or the name. Mm-mm. Even the cities don't stay the same. Man. I know, I know, it's messed up to hear. And when I heard it, I was like, "Holy shit, that's that's some some deep stuff." Yeah, but I don't know, I don't know. I don't. Know. They're like a living, they're like a living thing. I, I hey, I'm not, I'm not asking you to explain your allegiance to uh, sports because a lot I'm, of people have them. I'm, I mean, look at my. Look, look. Oh, no, I know. Chargers. 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 But it's Chargers. It's not one person. Yeah, it's a logo. I know. I know. <laughs> so maybe you're right. I didn't. It wasn't my own, my own no, thought. I think so. it's a team. I think it's a, just a. But the it's team, just, it no, even... It's a microcosm of, I, like, I associate myself with that team. So now I have 31 other adversaries. And my team is kind of like my country. And, like, my country versus your country in a war. A war that lasts, like, four hours. Maybe, like, a state. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but your adversaries are different. Like they're not well, even yeah, they're not like even around Germany, as long as you are. Well, Putin wasn't around, wasn't fucking around in uh, the 1920s, and we were over there in the World War One. So, well, he changed. Dictators change for countries. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. You say nothing changes. I mean, it changes. It changes whether yeah, it's a sports yeah, but, game or it's a, a okay. So 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 you're kind of proving my point. That's the opposite of what I want. It's do. just I know. <laughs> it's just a name. 
No, that my analogy was the my analogy was the fact that it was a country. It's like I associate. It's like in class. Like, I mean, <sighs> it's an argument that's going to be very hard to win. Yeah, I mean, I don't think. I mean, I don't for know for you. I don't know. That's like my team. Like, I, I mean, know. If, if I you know. Go in, if you go into like. Um, like England or I mean pretty much every kind of other country in the world like soccer they'll fucking kill you they will kill you I know I mean I've seen I've seen fights I've seen but there's something there's something like but in the lifespan something... of that team in the lifespan of the team that you're rooting for say you're a, a fan for 60 years which is totally possible right hell you could be a fan almost your entire life I will be. You know, you're f- five years old. Say when you you become uh, sentient. I guess it'd be seven years old or so. Like like you're you're aware of your surroundings and you can actually follow the game to your the end of your life. Yeah. Think about how different that team is from the beginning to the end. The only thing the same it, the, the same is the name. If they don't move cities. Well, let me just say this. I mean, I think so. I'll give you an example. <laughs> it's a hard, like I said. I didn't come up with this theory or, or no, but it this it thing. is a, like a it's like a tribe. Like you're a part of a tribe. Like you, you. Yeah, but most tribes wouldn't switch people out. They wouldn't switch between tribe members. It's you a wouldn't different send type of tribe though, huh? It's a different type of tribe. <laughs> it's, a different, it's a different type of tribe than has ever existed. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but people die and you get new people. Yeah, but you also send your tribe members to other tribes and they send their tribe members to you. That's true. That's weird. So, there, like, there's no... There, but it's like, I want your good people. Yeah, but there's no loyalty between tribe members. That tribe member is going to go to that other tribe, hmm. like, without any... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't care what you say. It's like the most important thing. Like, you want to fight? (laughs) Anyways. Your family's more important. No, of course. Of course, family's first. But sports, the sports team, that's a close second. That's a first and a half. Not a close second, but a close second. Like a closer than you're like gonna. Avery was like, Avery grows up like a Raiders fan. She's gonna go live with somebody else. I'm gonna now raise her to be a Raiders fan. If you do, I'll divorce your ass. Bye. <laughs> See no, ya. Bye, bitch. Huh? Make her a Cowboys fan. That's okay. Here, here's another one. Here, here's another bit of information that's really gonna make you mad. Sounds worse than a Cowboys fan. I say within the next twenty years there will be no tackle football. Oh, that's that's fucking that's stupid. Ninety six percent of NFL no. players have CTE. Ninety six. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, if, wait, if you're wait, a coal wait, wait, miner, wait, wait. I'm not okay. You you got to hear me out first. Okay, most NFL players say that they would not let their kids play. Like pee wee football and football, all you know, up like they did. Mm-hmm. Now that they know what they know, they wouldn't let them do it. So, no, we need to put her to bed. 
regular people are going to do the same thing. They're not going to let their kids play, you know, football. So then eventually, you're just going to kill the sport. Either no, you false. either you kill the sport or you bring in different ways to play it. Apparently, was it Teddy Roosevelt in 19 was it 1921? Yeah, I'm bad with that. Uh lobbied, I guess lobbied is I don't know Lobbied is the correct word, but for forward passing, because people eighteen what was it eighteen college students a year were getting killed playing football because it was such a like a, a, a like a horribly violent sport before forward passing. So something's gonna have to change again. Either the sport will die because nobody will put their kids in it. It'll just be, you know, it'll just die on its own. Or the sport's going to have to change to not include tackle. Mm, I know, no. I know, I know it's not something no. you want to hear. Avery, do you want to play football? Yeah. She said, yeah. You want to play football? Yeah. Okay. Done. Done, skis. Okay, so this football. team has one person. <laughs> <laughs> Avery, Avery. What? Do you like Russia? <laughs> she says yes to everything, but <laughs> the point is, the point is, the point is, um, no, I mean, I see what you're saying, but I also think that technology, like, I mean, some nope, of the helmet, nope, nope, oh, helmets, helmets, son of a bitch, helmets will not, yes, they will. There, there is no type of helmet that can prevent CTE because it comes from the brain it comes from when the body stops so fast that the brain smashes into the skull so there's no unless you can put a helmet inside of your brain it won't work yeah that's, that's what else you got true. that's not true 100 percent true what do you listen in that to or what do you where'd you learn that on the tvs <laughs> on the picture box <laughs> 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 Ah. Are you okay? Yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> All right. I actually caught better. <laughs> you broke it. Anyways, they do have helmet improvements that can that can uh, um, lessen the the shock impact. But it it won't lessen it enough. They're inventing it. Because it's well, the brain smashing up against the skull. Okay. You can't stop that with a helmet. Which, I mean, I guess you could, though. It's a rapid deceleration I is think, what does it. I think Elon Musk should... Okay, I'll get it. I think Elon Musk should design a helmet. The only way to get out of it is no more tackle. Yeah, that's not going to happen. You know... There's no difference. There is zero difference between sports and the old gladiator days, the, other than the fact that people don't die, at least not immediately. What point There's are you no trying difference. to... There's no difference. It's like, look at every single sport. It's man against man. Yeah, it's but we evolve as team. human beings, and we don't let each other get hurt as badly as we used to. That's why they don't die. Yeah, that's why they have protective equipment. Yeah. What do you think the next step is? Fucking not doing anything? Or just jacking off at home? Yes. 
No. That brings us to our next point. That's not Jeff the- Bezos. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> Speaking of wagging it, 